0: are you guys ready oh yeah i've 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 been very ready all right i could stop recording no unless we've been recording nope record i'm recording
1: Hey, I'm Joe.
2: I'm Ken.
0: And I'm Dan.
1: And we are the Rewinders Podcast, rewinding movies to see if they still hold up. And this time, we reported for duty by watching Stripes.
2: And that we did. We watched the entire movie. It was an experience. An experience. I gotta say, uh, <laughs> yes, that's that's <laughs> got, the word for it. I gotta say, sometimes <laughs> when I'm watching uh, 1980s uh, comedies, such as this one, I forget that I'm watching a comedy and I'm supposed to be laughing at things. <laughs> I just take it too serious. I'm like, "This is that's dumb," and then you you sitting there and you're like, "Oh wait, that's supposed to be a jo- that's a joke." That's, okay, oh, that
0: that was supposed to. It was to be about a
2: joke. halfway through I realized that, and then I uh, I started laughing at that point.
0: <laughs> I think the movie kind of figured that out on its own too, but just too late. <laughs>
1: Aw, Damn.
0: i've never seen this movie it's yeah. always been on my like list of movies that i should watch so now it's no longer on that movie list but if you haven't seen this movie not missing out we've been the rewinders
1: you're giving away <laughs> the dinner before eating your appetizer I'm going to boot camp yeah i personally when i last saw some of this because I catch pieces of it here and there, but that's about all I would watch. And uh, at the very, towards the beginning, I was like, oh, I remember something like this. Yeah, okay. Ah. Then a big, long stretch of, no, nope, don't remember any of this. And then going, well, I'm sure my dad watched it when I was young, <laughs> but there are probably some reasons why I wasn't watching it with him.
0: Oh, there are Pairs and pairs and pairs of reasons. <laughs> I can guarantee you that my dad
2: did watch this movie because my childhood was fil- filled with Settle Down, Francis. <laughs> and it's because of that. I was like, what is that from? Eventually, he's like, oh, uh, and my actually it was my mom. He, he completely forgot what it was from. That doesn't surprise me. And not a big deal. My mom's like, that's from that Stripes movie. And so I went and watched Stripes at that point. And I laughed. It was alright. I haven't gone back to it since watching it the first time, so it wasn't, like, life-changing, but...
1: (laughs) But at least that line stuck with you.
2: Uh, uh, With my dad, because he's the one who keeps saying it.
1: But it also stuck with you, because he was saying it to you. Yeah,
2: uh, Stockholm Syndrome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, for anyone who has not seen Stripes, it is about a guy who is not really going anywhere in life and his buddy who may also not be going anywhere in life but we're not too sure about that because he at least didn't lose his job at the beginning of the movie even though he's probably not doing well at his job either he's
2: definitely got a toe in the ass i mean sorry foot (laughs) in the door on his way out that's what
0: i meant
1: Eh. close enough so uh they decide to join the military because uh the guy's got nothing going his way says "Ah, eh, that looks easy enough we can do that and so they join up he obviously is not the type to take many directions and continues to not take many directions through boot camp and they put on a fancy i mean they did some nice things, but that would not be accepted in reality <laughs> during graduation.
2: You know, there's a lot in my notes I say. Really? There's a lot of things that I could say about that. And I was like, wait, we have a Joe who I believe went through boot camp at one point. Maybe he can let us know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we can talk a little bit about that. And then the the movie takes uh, a 90 degree turn. 90? And takes us to... 270? Something sharper? <laughs> to another country, apparently. Even though it... I think it was Tennessee or something <laughs> they filmed this in. I, somewhere in the United States. Yeah, and they they do some actual military stuff, sort of. And they get served up as heroes at the end of the movie. They sure did. And my summation is... You nailed it. That
2: That's no, spot on.
1: I... It... It's paced kind of like the movie, in that it starts <laughs> off alright, then it starts dragging, and then it just goes, ah, let's finish this up.
2: I, I don't want to jump into things I don't like, but the movie starts off with, every like every other Bill Murray movie, and by that I mean Ghostbusters, whatever, where you, he plays a person, uh, Groundhog Day, that you want to hate. And I doubt he ever gets out of that wanting to hate bubble, unless his ways with women which he always falls madly in love with way too quickly unless that that is your cup of tea in which case maybe that'll do it for you but his characters are always just so misogynistic not likable yeah not just that but yeah big that harold ramus over yeah. i
0: don't know what to think about harold i liked his hair <laughs> pre or post
1: and his glasses well bubble free, free?
2: joe was all those haircuts uh Regulation for coming out of your first haircut, going in basic training.
1: I seriously doubt anyone in basic training would have been given a uh, a nice haircut because they don't care.
2: Yeah, those are definitely some super, super nice haircuts coming through. No, they're processing pe- too many people
0: too quickly. They just run up. A- Congratulations, you have a high and tight. This doesn't look like a high and tight. Good luck.
2: No, I don't even think they bother with high and tights with uh, your first haircut. They just shave it all off. High and tight happens on your own time.
1: You got to set the stage for the high and tight. But yeah, uh the if you're a lady and going into the military, I I don't believe you get much of anything done to your hair unless maybe if it's super long, they'll give you a trim. I don't know. I don't think they get their hair cut. Unless they want to.
2: I know there's definitely regs where they have to be super tied up, like their hair.
1: Yeah, there's there's definitely... Uh, you have to make a good bun out of your hair, because you got to keep your hair off your collar.
0: Yes. Other than that, I have no idea, actually. Yeah, I actually don't have... I'm not like... I was acquaintances with fr- female friends who have at least gone through BASIC. I never once asked them about their hair. Yeah,
1: well, I mean... That's not the most interesting thing about basic training. No. So, I get it. No.
0: Those obstacle
2: courses look like the most interesting interesting thing <laughs> in basic training. I'm curious how often that would happen because then it just looks like a fun fun time, a, a real enjoyable
1: afternoon. Ah, uh, I I think <laughs> when I did mine, I only did it once.
2: Oh, really? And
1: then, and I was I was sad that I cuz I was like, yeah, obstacle course. Oh, what we're only gonna do with this once? Boo! <laughs> of course, I was Air Force. It wouldn't be like the Army's basic training.
2: No, probably, probably not. not. You, it's it's shorter for one. Uh, I think Air Force is six weeks, and Army's like nine weeks. And does that sound right? Sure. Marines have twelve weeks. And I was really hoping John Candy would come out of there looking like a stick. I actually had a friend back in high school who uh, joined the Navy, went in looking a little bit like John Candy, and came out as a stick. And I was like, holy. Like he you just walked in, I was like just talking. I didn't. It, I had to do like two or three takes before I actually recognized who it was. But yeah, what do you guys like about this movie? Are we
0: to that part yet? Yeah, I we are. We were, I think we were okay. comfortably in that bubble. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I liked the beginning of this movie up until. Well, I liked this movie up until they graduated, just because it felt like the movie might actually be going somewhere, and then it went off the rails,
2: or they were very well placed on the rails from which they were clearly steered towards, since they needed something to continue the movie with it did feel kind of weird like i keep on wanting to jump into things i don't like or like talking about but i guess <laughs> we're kind of there we're, we're going to get there anyway but main dingus corporal guy i think it was i don't know how he got to be in that position i really liked his uh tanks that shot actual ordnance his you little model captain tanks
1: Captain stillman
2: yes captain stillman he's got his little tanks that he, he push a button and they shoots that was really cool but also childlike wonder like that you wonder how he got to uh, be a captain and also first thing that happens is he gets threatened to be sent off to a weather station in the arctic or something like that and he continues to make decisions that will only
0: ensure that he gets there
1: <laughs> yeah well i guess that's part of being a comedy huh
0: yes this is what i'm talking about <laughs> mm, is it a comedy or is that is that the military
1: oh you mean like uh <laughs> fail upward yeah i mean You can.
2: But I guess in the way things go, I never really hated the drill sergeant. He seemed to be really earnest in what he wanted what he was there to do and actually wanted them to succeed. And every single interaction with, oh, he's a jerk just felt like that's what they were supposed to say. His character was really well put together. And I I really enjoyed his character. It was, I was rooting for him the whole time.
1: Yeah. Like you said, the, like the bathroom scene, I didn't understand why he was going to throw a punch. He wasn't a bad training instructor.
2: And I was sitting there watching that. I was like, Is this why you can't enlist after 36? Because you're not going to fall for that kind of bullshit? Is is the army a young man's game? Is that what's going on where you just have to be angry all the time in order
1: to be in the army? I wouldn't want to do it at 36. That's for sure.
2: It might be nice to get in shape.
1: There's other ways of doing that. What? Not Wisconsin. (laughs) Jeez.
0: Food's too good. Weather's too shitty.
1: Speaking of Wisconsin... One of my favorite lines is about Wisconsin in Same. this movie. Yeah,
0: I, t- I tagged that. Uh, where's where's my notes? Um.
1: Going to check is like going to
2: Wisconsin. And then uh, Egon says, I got beat up in Wisconsin, or something like that.
1: It was a good exchange. Yes. I liked it.
2: And I have a feeling that I would have kind of ignored that if he hadn't said Wisconsin, because, hey, that hits kind of close to home.
1: And that's the thing is, like, what you said with take it easy, Francis, or whatever. Something like that, yep. And some of these other one-liners in this movie actually out i think live the movie do you think they
2: did the marching songs prior to this movie uh yeah it seems like they were the only ones singing and marching which seems a little bit weird because what are you going to do when you're keeping time like that other than try to sing a jaunty tune to keep yourself motivated
1: plus they did it on their first lineup in march
2: which they nailed right out the gate like fucking pros right right at it
1: That seems a little bit early. Plus, the training instructor, Hulka, was not happy with them, and then they start doing that? No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have happiness right now.
2: Right. However, whatever gets them moving and doing things.
1: Along along with one-liners, though, like the the cast itself, I was like constantly going, Ah, yeah, yeah, that guy. Ah, yeah, that guy. Ah, yeah, that guy. Look, (laughs) he's here, too. 20
2: minutes in. Oh, John Candy's in this movie.
1: <laughs> well, they say it up front in the credits, but...
2: I was too busy getting something ready to take notes with. I missed that part.
1: Plus, they have a hidden Bill Paxton in the <gasps>
2: What? Where? Is he a
1: child? <laughs> no. He's like, soldier number eight. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's helpful. So
1: he's hidden in there somewhere. So
0: I guess the eighth credited soldier. There were seven other ones <laughs> oh, before him. Something. In the movie. I was like...
1: Hidden Bill Paxton. Can you find him? It's it's a game. Do
2: you think that would be during the uh, part where uh, Captain Guy's standing there and be like, oh, is this my troop? And they're all going through and doing the ca- the, tr- the high knees real good. And they're like, nope, there's someone else. Here comes yours. And they all come through comically.
1: There are so many extras that are soldiers that he's just number eight. Yep. Who knows which one he is. Uh, he's the eighth he's one. He's in there somewhere. Well... I imagine, yeah. I,
2: otherwise I imagine it's going to be a numerical order, which means, like, the eighth soldier that shows up. I wonder if they're including the train camp. No. They can't give every single soldier in this movie credits,
0: could they? <laughs> it depends on how many people they paid. And how much they paid them. True. Uh,
2: just looking over at my notes, another one-liner I had I had that I liked. Custer had a plan, too. There were some things that actually got me laughing out loud quite a bit.
1: Yeah, the, the movie has funny parts.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The first mention I have of a joke was son of a bitch shit, which was the entire class non-English speakers saying that.
1: And that was the part that I remembered seeing as a kid.
2: And then I'm not, sh- I'm not sure if it's homophobic. There's other homophobic parts in the movie, but oh, this one, tons. we're not homosexual, but we're learning, t- willing to learn, which got me by surprise. And I laughed, but yeah,
1: they also fight Russians in Czechoslovakia. I assume <laughs> that's what they were. <laughs> With Uzi's.
0: So many Uzi's. I was waiting
2: to see how long it took for that to be brought up. Funny enough, 20 minutes. Uh, (laughs) 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 Which was when I was at the end of the movie. I was like, how much time do they have to resolve this now? Oh, 20 minutes. It was always 20 minutes today. (laughs) Interesting.
1: And those Uzi's never ran out of bullets.
2: I had four one word with exclamation point notes. Just a line with one word on it with an exclamation point at the end of it. Yeah, the last one was Uzis. <laughs> Can you guess what the other three were? Uh one word, three times. One word, three times. One word, three individual times in this movie, and I might be given away because it's the same word. Is it tits, tits, and tits? Close enough. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> boobs is five. Which is the amount of times they showed boobs in this movie. No,
0: it's one word. B o o b s. That's actually six. Right. I, oh, I was counting letters. Uh, right, it's a word. It
2: is a single word, but it ha- there was three individual instances in which boobs showed up in this movie. And then one Uzi. And I was just excited about the Uzi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which, uh, I'll come out and say, this movie leans far too much on throwing naked ladies into it for no reason. It's like, please watch our movie, young boys. Please, here, here's some
0: boobs. The movie wasn't made for young boys as more for people who were in the military or are in the military and it's this supposed to be more farcical than it actually is
2: maybe i couldn't tell if it was a farce or if it was propaganda <laughs> i was watching this movie and they're trying to shape it into you looking into a way that people are uh, military people are they start off travel uh, sexy women blah 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 and then The first time they go on leave, they go out and mud wrestle and uh, trying to glamorize all the stuff in basic training, even the not so good stuff, which made it feel more like propaganda than it felt like a farcical movie to me. But I can understand where they're not trying to go. They're not trying to platoon this stuff and make you feel like crap about these for these people. So it's
1: it's a trick. I still don't understand why the MPs rolled into the mud wrestling place and arrested people.
2: <laughs> no, no, the MPs did not arrest people. Well, they did, I guess, but, but yeah, it was like, <laughs> they're driving around, complete MP uniform, they got their helmet on, off base, in their MP truck, and they just happened to be there and just happened to uh, help them out. That was that was quite the coincidence, also quite the coincidence that they kept on showing up just when the, just when uh the boys needed them.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna assume those two MP ladies were uh of the fave variety because they always just happen to be <laughs> around and help them create chaos.
0: <laughs> yes. Wait, there are different varieties of MP?
2: I mean, there's the hard ass who'd throw you in the brig for <laughs> littering. These are the ones who would uh let you kneecap an old lady and tell you that you shouldn't do that and drop you off at your barracks. <laughs> Fair.
1: And then help you.
2: Oh, yeah. And help you throw that old lady into the sewer so she doesn't tell anyone. Yeah, they were uh, they were an interesting group of people, and I'm not entirely certain they went through basic, but it was awfully nice for them to be around and uh, help them through all their problems. It reminds me of a podcast. We need a strong, independent woman in order to get us out of this mischief. Of course, I don't know. Definitely the MacGuffins of the movie, I guess. I say definitely, I guess, because I'm not... I say that, I'm like, wait, what's the MacGuffin? That's usually an object, isn't it? I don't know.
1: Well, at the end of the movie, the MacGuffin was the rest of the platoon. They had to go get him.
2: Had to go get him. Use this fancy RV. Which was about the time where I realized uh, that I was taking this too seriously. I'm like... Really? An RV? That's gotta be against the Geneva Convention. What are you gonna do? Put that out there? You're gonna get all these civilians... Oh, wait, this is a joke. The chemical throwers. This is
0: a joke. Firing artillery on... <laughs> I got, I'm on to you. ...on troops at point blank. What are the things that they break with the the, uh, the convention? There's a bunch of them. That RV is a, a nightmare.
1: I don't know. I want one. But not <laughs> with all that garbage in it.
2: No, just the RV with RV living stuff inside yeah. it. That'd be pretty neat. That yeah. was real well, nice looking.
1: Not too big, not too small.
2: Maybe the bulletproofing, so that way if a bear does show up, you're good to go. <laughs> That's
1: a good call, yes. And that Winnebago would probably move at the same pace of this movie, where you're all excited and you get going at the beginning, and then you just realize you're you're going kind of slow. Plotting. Not really getting to where you want to go. I didn't think... I didn't... Like, the pacing of the movie is what I'm getting at. Yeah, I, I right. didn't either.
2: I think they were intending to put a bunch of jokes in there, but they tried to play the joke so straight that they just came off as boring and
1: odd. They take too much time to develop situations and scenes to make them seem like a real situation. And in doing that, it just kind of got boring in parts. Like, I literally thought the movie was boring for a while.
2: Oh, Joe, how could you?
1: Oh, I could. I, just... I did.
2: I think I just said the same thing. <laughs> I think
1: we all just did. I, I, I think
2: yeah, pretty yep. sure we all did. I think we're all on the same boat. I, I it's not like I was miserable watching. I was just like, okay, this is happening. This is a movie.
1: It's I've seen bad movies. This this is better this than is a, bad a bad movie. movie. Hell, it's nope. it's got an
0: 88% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, wow, wow. How much of that 88% is tits? We'll never know.
2: <laughs> 8 <laughs> You do have the comically uh, farcical captain who pulls a pin on a grenade out of, ex- out of reasons and just hands it off to somebody, I th- think. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but hand it off to the gr- guy and he's got to get rid of the grenade. How did he become a captain?
1: <laughs> that's what they look for in the army.
2: I suppose. And that's why Harold Ramos would not be able to be an officer. <laughs> He'd be too good. He's too good to be an officer. He's got to be that NCO <laughs> life the rest of his life. He's a
1: working man. He works for a living.
2: Did he kill people? He's not a pacifist anymore.
1: <laughs> his magazine cover at the end, which I liked that whole thing that when they show the people, they get a little magazine cover to like show how their life is going. I thought that was a really fun and nice element to the movie. And it fit, I think, the style. Yeah, but
2: yeah, it, it fit in really well, actually.
1: Seeing him with his... Guns blazing in the magazine. Yeah, he's not a pacifist anymore.
2: It's just because he wasn't given the opportunity to shoot something before that. Uh, how, how do y'all feel about the or, uh, rest of the ordinance in this movie, which just happens to be uh, so very uh, plot convenient? The mortar that just happens to land on the...
0: the happens to land in the training area?
2: The training area to hurt the Hulka?
0: So, yeah, I, I have notes on that, like... You wouldn't. You wouldn't have a a training area that close to a live fire uh range because of that reason.
2: Maybe not. But also, it's not like those things are super long distance weapons. They were s- literally dropping them in a tube and seeing them land down range. How did they shoot that off into a forest? Why didn't they just use previous <laughs> coordinates that they put the in?
1: Captain was yelling at them.
2: Again, comedy. You gotta forgive these silly things because comedy. It's it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be
0: funny, but it doesn't it doesn't come off funny. It comes off dangerous. And, yeah. uh,
2: oh no. Yeah. The, the other the other lucky ordinance I was thinking of was when the uh sh- punches up the uh anti whatever the the basically the cannon punches it up and then that ordinance lands on the uh, border crosser hut.
1: I like the border crosser guys. Just
2: like of all the places for it to land, right there. And hey, those border crosser guys seem like they're, they're in a good time. They got the short stick.
1: Yeah, and they they help the the country stay safe from all the crazy Americans that they've fought off.
2: <laughs> Glad they got to save face, not thrown into a gulag. Of course, this is Czech. I don't know uh, if Czech has a
0: gulag Czech, or not. If the Czech Republic would be, yeah, would they gulag?
1: Let's find out.
0: Gulags in the Czech Republic. I, mm. <laughs>
1: It would have been nice to see Bill Murray be someone other than Venkman from the Ghostbusters as well. But maybe that's just, Reichman might bring that out in him. I don't know.
2: Does he do Does he do a movie where he's not Egon? Or Venkman? Bill Murray? No, Bill Murray's always the same character.
1: He, the one where he's in Japan, he's not exactly as much of his Ghostbuster character.
2: That's true. But... This is also a much later Bill Murray.
1: Yeah, yeah. The zombie movie. He's not as much a Ghostbuster in the Zombieland? Where he, he he pretends to be dead. Oh, yeah. oh spoilers.
2: I mean, not the biggest spoiler. <laughs> I mean the big spoiler would be and then he dies. <gasps> Ken. And he nags on Garfield.
1: Well, that makes sense.
2: His uh his presence in that movie always confused me.
1: Yeah, it was very kind of added.
2: They're like, hey, we can get Bill Murray. Remember that one time he showed up in uh, Space Jam? We could get him in this movie, too, and it would be funny.
1: It worked. I liked it.
2: And they all stood around him. They let him say his things. He died. And he says, oh, that everything that man says is a stitch. Uh, and that was the funniest part of the entire scene, was not Bill Murray. Sorry. I. It took a lot of convincing for me when watching Ghostbusters for me to think that uh, Bill Murray was a funny person in that movie and it's just because all his characters are assholes and it's so hard for me to listen to the joke when you got being a
0: jerk as your basis according to this map there are one two three four five six seven eight nine gulags that are part of the original gulag system from the ussr in the czechlessovakia in, in it's czechia now
2: yeah, the Czech Republic and Slovakia. Yeah. I think they split up too. And I think they sp- did another rebranding of
0: one of the countries. I'm. I don't know. I don't know how many of these prisons are actually still active. I would assume none. You can still throw people in them.
1: That's what they're there for.
0: Just go
2: ahead and throw somebody in Alcatraz. They'll get out, but you can throw them in there. Also, wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean,
1: the movie
0: was set in the 70s. 80s? Ooh, that is a good question. Well,
1: it was 81, so I'd say it's probably more vibing off of the 70s, though, even though it was the 80s. They had a brown refrigerator, like, with fake wood paneling on it. Right. You know, classy stuff.
2: I think, generally speaking, those hairstyles did scream 70s, possibly early 80s. So, I know we already talked about it and left it, and it just kind of popped up in my head again, but... Um, is mud wrestling illegal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Like, did they go off base when they weren't supposed to? Is that what the problem was? It's uh, is, like
2: we're, there uh, was a full raid where they're arresting everybody inside that. Every that was regular police coming in and busting everyone inside the establishment.
1: I have no idea. Yeah, it's just strange.
2: I don't know what why the police were there or anything like that. Was that a uh, clandestine uh, strip club? No. They had a neon naked <laughs> lady outside, out front. Was it, like, it was dirty and there, so it was established for a while.
1: I, uh, that, You got me? Maybe they were using endangered mud?
2: Oh, yes. I wonder where they got that mud from. Remember that one movie we
0: watched? We go real dark with this and... It'd be a human trafficking thing. I mean, it could be. Maybe they were just assuming sex was happening. But let's let's not ruin a perfectly, you know, perfectly okay movie with that kind of darkness.
1: I just got the whole, like, when it got busted up, I was like, I don't understand why this is happening. It kind of stole the moment, because, you know, we had Ox go crazy and basically kind of win his wrestling match. And it had a good, nice upswing And then that happens, and you're like, I don't understand why this is happening.
2: I mean, maybe that's why, because uh, patrons aren't supposed to touch strippers. But I don't know if they're strippers at that point, but he definitely did remove the top of one of the ladies. Several. Not uh, one. Several. Several. In one go. At least one of them in one go. And uh, perhaps that's why they showed up, because they're like, oh, we got ourselves an assault on our hands. I kind of thought that that was the point of what they were doing, but it turns out they're actually just trying to have a wrestling match?
1: I don't know. I I also thought, like, they knew they were going to that place for mud wrestling, but maybe I mistook that. I thought that was part of the idea.
2: But they're definitely supposed to graduate the next day, so I I, uh, wrote down in my notes, like, do they really give you days off during basic, but apparently near the end of basic training they might give you some days off, days into town, but you're supposed to be in uniform and you know it's from breakfast to or from lunch or whatever to before dinner so like not when they went and not how they went not yeah not in that establishment actually my pops was saying they uh limit you to like three or four people probably so something like this where your whole platoon doesn't get arrested
1: <laughs> yeah that's a that's a good point yeah <laughs> no i'm trying to remember if Uh, when i was going through basic if i got time to go off base i think at like you said at the very very end maybe there was like a day where we could go but we had to be in uniform that must have been it i don't know
2: yeah so then the mud wrestling had to happen and it had to be somewhat illegal so that they would be arrested so that way the captain would make the terrible decision to make that battalion the center of whatever it was they were supposed to be doing. So that way he could say that they messed up and they would go do basic training again all the way from the start. When in fact it's his right as captain just be like, you guys are doing basic training again. You fucked up so hard. Good luck. Instead, he puts his own collar on the line because the person who said he has to get a group together to put this together, like the guy who said that, like, if you mess this up, you're going to be in a uh, weather station in the Arctic. And he purposely chooses this group to embarrass them when he didn't need to do that. But anyway, this is a, it, what I was trying to get at prior to getting through all that stuff um, was that the the movie is doing things. Because it has to. Like, they're like, all right, we have to get these people to have some stakes in getting their graduation properly. So how do we do that, basically, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: And then they're probably also like, we're contractually obligated to have one more scene of boobs. How do we get that in there, too? You think they put that stuff in contracts? They probably put it in the actors' contracts. Some of them, at least.
1: All I know is that having a scene where the captain is... Using like a telescope to view women in the shower through a window has no effect on anything in the movie. It it's useless. It's only there to show naked ladies. I mean, Uh, yeah, naked ladies,
0: and also show how depraved this man is. But also, also, it could show
2: how incredibly delicate glass is in this movie.
1: Basketballs, telescopes, just
2: like the lightest touch and it's out the window. But yeah, that was a that was a disgusting scene, and the fact that there's a window on the showers and they're all just like ah, eh, like that's fucked up.
1: It's stuff like that where I'm just like, it doesn't have a point. It's they it's didn't just massage really as comedy. Reveal, that's all it is. Yeah. and that was a big yeah. deal back then. Dudes like boobs. I Bob- get it. Objectification uh, of women. But-
2: I mean, I do too, but once I figured out what was going on there, I was like, no, you stop that.
1: And that's one thing about this movie, too, is that we have a bunch of guys going through basic training. There are no women going through basic training at all. This movie gives women no roles to be funny. We have uh, those two ladies that end up hooking up with the two leads, but they are not funny. They're not they're straight characters
2: they're basically just there to provide a out for the guys and also to be the object for the guys to say things to
1: they're not good characters like that like you said uh the bill murray character falls in love way too fast as always but there was no reason for them to like the men back Right. At no point did I see anything w- worth somebody's interest in either of the the male but characters. But they were
0: endearing getting on the bus
2: to boot camp. Were they, or were they just being annoying? Apparently, they found it endearing.
1: I guess I I just didn't get the development of their relationships because there basically is, no. You guys are dumb. Now you guys are all right, but we're helping you. Now we're a couple's. I guess.
2: And then we're not going to turn you in when you bring your top secret RV to our uh, hotel. Clearly, it's a military RV. What the hell are you guys doing? Never once do they just say, what the hell are you doing? Stop this.
1: They are like Maggie Smith from A Boy Called Christmas. They are all about sowing chaos.
2: <laughs> I know it's outside the uh, outside of the reality of this movie. Hey, this movie bends reality as much, but adding some good mischievous fey ladies in there. Oh man, that would be, that would add something.
1: Telling you, that would have been Stripes too. They, they take them to, uh, you know, a mushroom circle and pull them into the fey world. And we never see the never characters ever again. again. And the movie ends happily.
2: The movie just ends, which is fine. Speaking of the end of the movie, you guys notice at the end of this movie, they're, uh, they're doing their march off and they're doing their song. Right. Did you notice that walking perpendicular to away from them? Uh, was a marching band with horns to their lips and uh, cymbals crashing and drums being pounded, but you couldn't hear them at all.
1: (laughs) I thought about it a little bit when I was watching, but then I guess I didn't care. I'm going to put that into
2: my love category category, when you just (laughs) brazenly put something like that in there and you just ignore it. It's so good.
1: Towards the end, the character Stella. So she is the uh, blonde girlfriend of the two. And I saw her running around with a helmet on. I'm like, wait a minute. She looks familiar. And I scrolled through the cast list on my phone, and indeed, she is in the movie Private Benjamin.
0: That's why she looks familiar. Obviously not
1: Goldie Hawn. She's not Goldie Hawn, but she was in Private Benjamin.
0: Oh. Huh. Okay.
1: The last twenty minutes were there in Italy. It was kind of fun, but it I don't think it was funnier than the other stuff. It just was like, eh. Now I thought the basic training stuff could have been like they could have done more with that, and it could have been very funny. So it's like this whole like, well, you had something that was like decent at the end. You had basic training, which was it was pretty funny at parts, but then it starts drying out, and that's why it's like it almost feels like the movie is going. Ah, okay, let's go to Italy. Let's do something else. I would have liked to saw saw a deeper uh, comedy dealing with basic training. Yeah, that's what I was kind of extra. expecting.
0: Was more of them in basic. Which is why I said I, I stopped enjoying this movie after they graduated. My memory of this
2: movie stops at basic. Like, I completely forgot that there was the entirety of the, the Italy and Czechoslovakia stuff. I completely blocked out the last half hour of this movie from my memory. Because it's just kind of disjointed from the rest of the movie. The the basic train is what you think of when you think of this movie. So, like, for some reason I thought after they finished the... Uh, the thing they walked off and you know credits but apparently they kept going with the movie
1: it's like full metal jacket everyone knows the basic training half no one really remembers what happens after basic training in full metal jacket
2: i haven't seen that movie me either i hear it's good it's got that one guy in it arlie remmel that oh actually that was the name I, that was the guy i was thinking of i know there's more than just him in there but that was the guy i was thinking of
1: <laughs> well yeah because he's the training instructor In the end, like I said, I think this is, it's an okay movie. It has funny parts. So I guess it's middling. And that's why when you say it has an 88 on Rotten Tomatoes, I'm like, huh.
0: 88 seems high. Yeah, like I said, it's, it seems, it seems rather high.
1: Ken, uh, has your feelings about this movie changed since the last time you watched it?
2: Well, I haven't watched it since the last time the first time I watched it was was the last time I watched it and I'll probably keep that streak going on I'm still (laughs) perfectly okay with this movie if somebody says should I watch this movie I've never seen it I'll say yeah give it a watch it's fine but for me I think
0: my time with this movie is done part of me does want to go back and watch the the extended because it's like Almost a half hour longer?
1: I get You could tell us what they include an extra half hour of, because I don't think I would have wanted to watch another half hour of the movie. Metacritic gave it a 68 out of 100. That's that's better. It seems more reasonable. That
0: seems, yeah. I just, Rotten Tomatoes shocked me.
1: I had memories of it being a funny movie. Watching it now, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah, It's got funny parts.
2: Am I sad that I watched it? No. No, it's fine. I... I'm okay that I yeah. watched it. It's, it's, I didn't feel like I wasted my time, but it just doesn't resonate as a movie for me that I need to go back and watch again.
1: Would the movie hold up for people today? No.
2: There's so many problems with just in general the misogyny. Oh, man. Misogyny, bit of homophobia, mixing with, uh, with the race, uh, casual racism. M-
1: misogyny is built into the military. I
2: mean, that's true.
1: Casual racism kind of as well
2: that's I mean that's unfortunate however we're <laughs> trying to make a car co-
1: a comedy here I mean I think it'd do okay I don't think it would be a huge moneymaker because there's always like once every few years the that whole like trying to bring back I'll I'll st- stupidly throw it in the category of raunchy comedy only because they heavily depend on naked ladies in this movie (laughs) and sometimes those kinds of comedies do kind of well and sometimes they don't depends on the
0: temperature of the cinematic climate at the time in which the movie comes out
1: well that was a very middle of the road (laughs) opinion on this movie
2: (laughs) yep and it just leaves me with a lot of questions how did that old lady at the beginning of the movie get to the corner waiting for a taxi with all those heavy expensive cases by yourself a doorman why did the guy not get fired for uh not getting another drill sergeant to take over where exploded guy left off just so many questions going through that i, I forget to watch the movie and think about what's going on here turns out they needed to not have a uh, drill instruction order for the guy to be like hey that's the kind of go-getters we need in this army
1: well that was us being go-getters that the army needs these days by watching rights. If you could please like share comment subscribe rate review Show your dog. Well, don't show it to him play it for him and you know or you play it for your friend If if it's entertaining, you know, I'm not gonna force you to do anything if anyone you you know likes movies from the 80s and 90s, uh, maybe they'll like this podcast. And sharing is caring. So next time, we will talk the movie Stand By Me with leeches and all. So come back in two weeks. I assume it's going to be two weeks again. If I, I think we're on our schedule. I think we'll find out when we rewind again.
0: Just just to clarify, we're we're watching we're watching the, the one with the, the three young boys and not Dorymon, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Stand
2: by Me Dorymon 2.
0: And and Stand By Me Dorymon. That looks like it's amazing. I might
2: watch that one instead.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs>